0: There's a level of reality where everything dissolves into an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound.
1: Expanding reality.
0: Welcome to Expanding Reality. I am your host, Brennan Thomas. On this episode, we have uh, no relation, but Joe Thomas. Uh, She is a soul sister for sure. She is incredible, guys. So uh, her book, her free book, by the way, uh, Mastering the Old Earth, will be linked in the show description, as well as her YouTube channel, Conversation with Heaven on Earth. Very, very cool stuff, guys. Uh, Her conversation with me was incredible. Uh, We talk about the end of the world. and I'm not kidding, that's, that's what the conversation's about uh, And she's got an end date for you And I'll, I'll just go ahead and say it up top uh, Don't buy Christmas presents How about that? Uh, so listen to the episode guys it's a wonderful conversation we we really go deep on this one and um, very spiritual very metaphysical uh, deep questions about religion versus this ideology uh, spirituality all of these things guys uh, it's a great conversation like I said she is absolutely fantastic so uh, check out show notes for more of her check out show notes for more of us uh, so without any further ado guys let's just get right to it this is Joe Thomas <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming to the show. We have Joe Thomas. Uh, This one is pretty special. Uh, This was a quick turnaround thing followed by synchronicities. We met for the first time and spoke two days ago. And um, it's uh, crazy. I never do this. And then all of a sudden, some crazy stuff happened. Uh, Schedule cleared out. And it just worked out, uh, which again is crazy. Uh, that's the first time that's ever happened that um, we had a cancellation. So, anyway, uh, long story short ish, uh, we have Joe Thomas. She's incredible. Her and I uh, spent a little time on the phone the other night. She is over in New Zealand. Uh, she has some incredible stuff to say, and we are very, very grateful and excited to have her on. So, Joe, how are you?
1: I'm doing really well considering everything that's going on for humanity at this time. So it is extraordinary times, super exciting times, and definitely expanding our realities.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, it is. Uh, And it is very heavy, and we're all feeling it. I think at some different degrees, some levels, but no matter what... Everyone could tell you, if they're being honest, that something is definitely different. The sky looks different. Uh, Colors are different. I mean, physiological changes are occurring. Not only the vibe thing that we all talk about, but this may be a product of that. Uh, And you and I are going to get into all this stuff tonight because you are amazing. Like I said, uh, I was very impressed with your our conversation. I checked you out, of course, Uh, and your YouTube channel will be linked down in the show notes and any way else you want folks to find you. We are going to talk about your amazing book. So before we get into all of that stuff which i'm very excited to do uh, tell us just a little bit about yourself please
1: I'm just a girl uh, so uh, officially if we wanted to put labels on it i do quantum sessions so uh, i love dolores cannon and found her through uh some other projects i was doing and so i started doing her her work and whew, it's just been the last two years have just got extremely epic and um, incredible at the same time. So much information uh, has been provided. And so I just find that people find me uh, for various reasons and then they have profound things to say. So when we have sessions together, they're actually connecting into that. They're so relaxed that they actually start channeling their subconscious and higher selves. Um, And so then I get to ask them through their bodies, through their channeling, uh, information and un- questions about what's going on for them and why. So,
0: really. Pretty cool. Uh, okay, well, um, then let's get into some of this stuff. So, you had some pretty shocking information, uh, but let's dare step into that. Out of all the information that your clients have told you about, what about that information specifically resonates with you the most? <sighs>
1: Well, all of it resonates with me, which is really surprising because it is pretty profound information. Um, It's not my clients talking to me. um, It's not the egos talking to me. The information that I hear through my clients is them channeling their higher selves and their subconsciouses. So there's a huge difference between the ego and human versus the subconscious A lot of my clients have got big problems uh, understanding purposes of like failed relationships or their illnesses or whatever and they've been struggling with this for years and years and it really, you know, like they cry and it's really hard not to cry with them because they're really struggling with their 3D lives and they just are so frustrated and they just want the answers and then within you know within the the short span of the session they're laying there and they're channeling their higher self, who's giving them profound reasons why and all this explanations and it's like whoa of course that of course of course they had to experience that oh my gosh yes so purposeful so significant it was just beyond giving the answers it's so i mean I know people say, oh, it's so life changing, but it is, it seriously is life changing when you actually understand the significance and purpose of these events in their lives that have made them really struggle with certain things. And when you understand this, the reasons, then you can put it to bed, you can sort of accept it and and understand Um you know why we wanted these lessons and experiences and the the real significance for it so you know our, our mind our ego wants to make us in blame mode or victim mode or a whole lot of other 3d emotions but when you hear it from the bigger perspective of what we were supposed to learn from it, and how we're supposed to process it um you know it is profound it is profound and so i had bought all of Dolores Cannon's books but I hadn't really read them I was just I suddenly got really swamped with clients and when I had my first few sessions as a client myself I was getting information I didn't even understand and I just was like what do you mean about resets what do you mean about health resets and education resets and, and, and and political resets I just I was really shocked because it was coming out of my body and um you know i've got preschool kids um i was you know i've been a creator i've i've done commercial photography and i've you know got a pottery studio and i like to have my life real simple and i don't really think about the big stuff and so when my subconscious was saying oh it's the grand awakening and everyone's gonna wake up soon and all these resets I didn't even know what the hell I was talking about. I was really confused. It was so much that I was like, oh, I'll deal with that another time because I just really don't have the time to process that information right now. It just seems too crazy. I was never hearing anyone else say it and it just was too much. And so this was uh, February last year. And, you know, I, uh, yeah, (laughs) I listen to it now. I'm like, oh, that's what they were saying. Now I get it. But anyway, so... I was doing all these this, uh, sessions uh, with clients and, you know, they always want to find out like, "Wish I feel like I should be doing something. Like, can you tell me, like, what what, does, what would my subconscious like me to do? I feel like I need to change location or I need to change career. Or I just feel like I've got to do something. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And so they're kind of really worried that whatever career that they were in wasn't the right path for them. So, you know, they had all these questions about their futures, which is really valid. The subconscious will tell you anything that you're supposed to hear. Um, It knows what you can handle and definitely knows what you can't. And so, you know, we were definitely listening to a lot of stuff that they believed that the clients could hear, which sometimes even shocked me because I was like, I don't think I was even ready to hear that. So um, Dolores Cannon says, you know, that the subconscious will always know what's best for the client. If the practitioner has got a lot of their own crap holding on to you, the subconscious won't share that um the the subconscious the petitioner can limit the session as well as the client and so i never wanted to uh impact my clients in a negative way so i really processed and tried to do lots of my own inner work because i wanted to be of service and i didn't want to have these beautiful people coming in and wanting this help and for me to be the the butt of the you know getting the truth out there and i had to ask some really big questions which kind of scared me um because i didn't know what i wanted to hear i was scared of the answers but i still had to do my role and when more and more people were coming in asking these questions of what is 5D? I was like, oh, I think you mean 5G. And um, they're like, no, there is this 5D. I rem- remember these big first sessions really clearly because even I was confused. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know. Let's ask you some conscious. know everything. And yeah, it was a lot to hear at the beginning of what moving to 5D actually looks like and what it is. And, um, you know, we're so attached to our 3D lives, so attached. That um, when you start hearing this information, you want to deny it. You want to just fob it off as, oh, that's just nonsense bullshit. And uh, the more I started doing this work, the more I started being pushed into starting to read Dolores' books. And, you know, we, um, I had read as much as I kind of could. I find that when I start reading her books, I kind of go into like a daydreamy. Uh, I can't focus on the content of it. And I kind of just get... Like carried away and I just get this what I now know is like downloads and stuff but they're really heavily coded with information and there's a lot of people that are trying to just discredit her and her information because they don't want the truth out there it's not Dolores's single information it is all of her clients together sharing pieces of the puzzle so um there's so much to be said but um
0: there is so much to be said. So, let's unpack a couple of those things before we move on. You're you're badass by the way. This is a lot of fun. So, uh whenever you say clients, what do you facilitate for them?
1: Um so, they um they come and they tell they tell me uh, what's been going on in their lives and then they ask me all these questions that they want clarifications on, like why? What's the significance? Why do I have this? What's happened there? So I just write it all down and then they go, and I do an induction, uh, which, make, which puts them into a very deep state of relaxation. So it's almost like um, we're always in this state uh, regularly just before we go to sleep and just before we wake up. It's the in-between state. So that is a certain brain wave. Uh, um, I'd love to remember what it is. Is it Theta? yes yeah and so that's when sort of they're so relaxed that the ego can't jump in and like protect everything um, with doubt and worry and fear and all that sort of stuff which the ego is fantastic at doing and keeps us alive sometimes uh, so anyway we have to get into that relaxed state to be able to be open for it and then our energy vibration raises up high and our teams kind of raise and connect down and so you can physically feel when they come in because it's like the super electrical spa treatment, fizzy, something, something, something. And it was really pre- pronounced people who do lots of meditations and do other sort of modernities. They know that this is something else. Because they can physically feel it, and we do body scans in the session, and they like realign everything, and um, heal everything, and adjust everything, upgrade everything, remove heavy metals from systems, balance gut, gut bacteria. Like they know your body's more than we do, and so when they are in that state of relaxation, we take it gently, and so for around the first sort of hour, they get shown um, other lifetimes. Uh, Where is really significant to this lifetime now. So if they had exit points that were quite traumatic, um, they will be gently reminded of that. They don't have to feel it or, uh, you know, they just observe it. and so then, you know, they do that sort of stuff, really significant information, which they all sort of think I'm making this up because it's just popped into my head and I don't know why, it must be a movie I saw 20 years ago or that book. They're trying to analyze why are they getting this information and it's all fine. So we just explore as much details as possible that we can. And then around about an hour, I asked the subconscious to come in. And this, at that point, my subconscious, my client, is fully zooming and buzzing and super super relaxed and deepened so they're not trying to protect this information from being shared so they allow and flow the process out and this is when the higher dimensional beings are like hey girlfriend um yeah we can help what are you what are your questions and so then i just you know obviously i respect the subconscious because um they know everything that's ever happened to my clients this lifetime and any other lifetime. That's their job. They're the main guides. So they know everything. And so, of course, you're going to respect that and, you know, honor their information because to help my client, they're going to give us all the answers. Like, why did you show them all these other lifetimes? And they will say it's significant for X, Y, and Z. And these are the answers. And you just got correlation between why they have certain things and It's profoundly amazing. Like, I just feel it's addictive doing this work because you just realize how powerful it is and how much answers are profound. And the client, they have the experience and they go back and they listen to the sessions and they know it's not them making it up because if they know the information they wouldn't have ever needed to ask, they would have just known it. Often people realize that they kind of knew this information but they were doubting it. And they didn't trust their intuition. So we find out ways to get them to trust their intuition because we are really intuitive at this stage with the vibrations of humanity really advancing up. So I'm slightly passionate about it.
0: A little bit. And it's awesome. Uh, So, it, it's basically like you connect with your, so your client comes in, they get relaxed, you put them under some sort of spiritual sodium pentothal, you know, the truth serum kind of thing, uh, and you get them into a theta brainwave, which is really cool. And so they relax, you relax, and then there's a connection made between you two or one of you channels your subconscious. Like, do you channel My their clients,
1: su- The clients channel their subconscious.
0: So they channel their own, you facilitate the environment in which that comes to light.
1: I just ask questions. Yeah, I just ask the clients questions to themselves while they're in that deep state of relaxation. But because we are multi-dimensional beings, and so our guides are a next level higher of dimensions, and so we're literally just tapping into the, the higher, the next higher level of dimensions. Um, and so often they're actually living beings, living, doing their own work, and so we're asking them because they are you know of service to be guides to protect and watch over all of their um you know all the people that are in the 3d that are living these lifetimes now
0: let me ask you a question because i've never asked anybody this about dimensions and contact from higher beings and things like that um why is it necessary or allowed let's say for instance if we are infinite beings having a spiritual experiment experience and we're here to experience this 3d reality uh the goal of that is kind of to be mindful and be focused on the now like survival enjoying rainbows you know uh thinking waterfalls are dope being nice and kind to the planet and stuff like that like those are the kind of things we should be focused on here and it seems like a lot of people and especially with all the stuff going on um they they want to kind of I don't know, project out something bigger than themselves as a distraction of how challenging things can be here. But your role here is to experience how challenging things can be here along with all of the rest of it. It's kind of like, I don't understand why, I mean, I don't know. And like I said just slightly, it's just a question. Uh, I don't understand why Like we have contact from other beings if their influence influences our reality in a way that distracts us from living in the now.
1: So remembering why we're here, Living in the now is all cute and all and is important, but if we can't remember why we are here, we're kind of almost off path and purpose. We are to awaken humanity. Humanity needs to be awoken for a very important reason to be able to evolve. And so while we think it is all sweet to be just going in our now moments and just kind of embracing our lives, we need to wake up. We need to realize our responsibilities of why we're here to help and be of service. And most light workers think that they are just special because the light workers, are you actually doing your light working work and your duty?
0: You know, and I'm um, I'm with you. I, I like it as a concept. I'm not naysaying any of it. I'm just asking that question. That's all. Um, it was but a all... good
1: question. It was a good question.
0: Oh, thank you very much. I was very curious about it. Um, and another thing that kind of resonates with me on on this is it's very similar to how I view religion. Now, I'm a big fan of spirituality, all of its practices. It's all love and light. There's no bad place to go. Like it resonates with me more than anything, which is why I kind of plant my flag in that direction. Definitely, I know where I stand with the others, and it's It's a hard no, right? You could figure out a lot of what you are by figuring out what you're not, and I don't resonate with any of that shit, but... The parts of it that are similar in my mind, or what I'm finding similar about this is, is the whole idea of interpretation. And this is what's going to happen. You don't see this as your observation, but someone else is telling you that this is what's going to happen. You should also probably do these sets of things, which could be equated to rituals. And then uh, if you don't do these sets of things, you won't get as far in life or you won't get as favored by the gods. There, there's a lot of correlation between the two ideals, that it has to be told to you, which is my main contention against anything religious that has to do with the damning of your eternal soul, is that it's not innate in you. There are certain subconscious actions that we all perform, your heart beating, your hair growing, things like that, you don't have to think about and not be told that this needs to be done to continue life. It's just the way that it is. So when it comes to matters of your eternal soul, all of these things, I look at them as more mysteries to figure out and like really amazing accents on this already incredible reality. And maybe there is truth to that. I mean, I'd say, again, you kind of find your compass by what resonates with you. But like I said, it just kind of has that same... you you don't necessarily find out for yourself. Maybe you kind of feel stuff and then need it interpreted, which is again why I go a little bit more that route because it was sparked in you first or the individual first, whoever that may be. Um, But it just seems to be that there are a little bit of parallels between the two.
1: You know, everything's a stepping stone for us to find ourselves and find the purpose of why we're here. And so the reason why we're having these high dimensional beings giving us information is because of the significance of what's happening to this planet and to humanity at this time so you know whatever tools people resonate with and believe in because sometimes a lot of people are peer pressured into believing certain things because an influencer is telling them and you know looks all legitimate and professional and whatnot so you know everything is a stepping stone and a tool and a guide to be able to help us awaken to ourselves and so regardless of whatever that looks like we have to respect it for each individual person and so we're using our free will in these sessions to ask our guides uh, freely and directly because they're speaking for themselves because they are their own individual beings so they will say uh, they will have their own opinions they will talk about the clients. It's very interesting because when you hear the sessions, they, the clients will refer to them. you can hear them referring to themselves as, you know, oh, Joanne's about, you know, whatever. And yes. I would never refer to myself as Joanne because I would prefer Joe. And it's, you know, you can hear it in the sessions when, when the, the subconscious refers to my client as the client. Um, so it comes through them. So. Yes. I mean, we could do a session where I channel and tell my clients all the information, but is that genuine? Like, who the hell am I? You know? So when the client actually has the information coming out of their mouths and that experience, it's profound. It's profound.
0: Well, it's a lot like what you provide is something like a plant medicine ceremony or like a psychedelic experience. You know, you're like a great trip sitter. Like, there's great wisdom to be gleaned in those experiences if you have the eyes to see it. And if you go in with that intent, that's very important, too, I hear. Uh, So, But what you do is you facilitate an environment, a space that will bring about this wisdom that's already within them. That's wonderful. Same Again, there's a lot of parallels between this, hypnotherapy, um, psychedelic experiences. They, they kind of lock you, or they get you down to this vibrational frequency, which they refer to as a theta brainwave. And that state is in which you are the most receptive to information, you're the most impressionable, uh, and that's why babies have that kicking for the first like what six years of their life something like that it's on full pretty much data so they can just absorb everything that they can at least the first couple anyway um it's just really interesting the way that you put this and um so carry on please uh, tell me more about your work i would
1: i would say when they're impressionable it's not impressionable to say like what i am saying it's impressionable to the high dimensional being so they're opening themselves up to the impressions to the information and the wisdom that way and we're always really seeking out to get that higher vibrations but it's so dense here and we can be so distracted with other things we can disconnect ourselves from the true true divine information
0: great way to put it and you're absolutely right um so let's talk about your book real quick uh tell me about that
1: Okay, so, um, well, in sessions, I started being asked to be able to do this book, uh, to be able to compile it for, um, I, I was not, I like to say that, I was not, I was very reluctant when they started asking me about it. I just was like, I don't have time, no, thank you, <laughs> thank you, no. Um but then I really got over myself quite quickly because, you know, I'm actually here to be of service and I don't actually have, um, I mean... I just I for a minute I was just a real dick uh, because I didn't want to do it and then I got over myself quite quickly and then um, I started looking at what they really wanted us to be able to compile in a book and so it took uh, took 37 days uh, to write the book and I don't want to make any money from it so it's free so anyone can just download it and it is really about um, mastering 3D and then um, after so we were having a conversation the other day and you were asking are we here just for a punishment and my response was no it's for lessons and empowerment and to be able to help humanity and this planet at this time but yes of course it can feel like a punishment on those really challenging days so I fully get I fully get and respect your question and I I hope that my answer to you gave you hope that you're not here because you've been a naughty boy in the past but because you are (laughs) of service
0: well thank you i i identify with that it resonates with me i don't think so but i mean i've probably done some shitty things i've done shitty things in this life i mean you know it's just we have to
1: do shitty things to learn those experiences and to play the role and so you know judging us this is a big thing about people who say that they're spiritual but they still judge uh big uh, icons in history who had to play the hard role you know oh i'm sorry uh, we can't judge anyone because unless you know the purpose and significance of those life contracts respect all respect all and that goes for saying those people who are you know really stuck on the crimes against humanity and can't get over what's happened to those children yeah it's absolutely horrific but those children had life contracts and they knew exactly what they're going to experience and why and if we can't know and understand and see the bigger perspective from that, we're still stuck in victim mode. For them, they're not asking, they don't want our sympathy. They have done a role to help awaken humanity. We must see that and honor that and respect that. Because we're missing the whole point if we are still stuck in that lower density, because it is will keep us dense forever if we can't see and respect the purpose and significance of all of that. So anyway, um, the book is there. Um, mastering old earth and so they've asked us to be able to print it all off so yeah okay I tricked you it does cost money to print it and that's at your (laughs) you know that's at your uh, expense sorry about it Um, but it's 195 pages and they've asked us to be able to print it and leave it um because those who are going to be experiencing life after the big events happening they will need to find this book to be able to help guide them and i know that must sound really ridiculous but um all of the sessions of the book are um on youtube free again so you know these are this is for people who really want to know the bigger purpose of why everything's going on and what's actually happening um and you know after hundreds of clients and they're all saying the same stuff um, remembering that different client different collectives get different information for a very purposeful reason and so my clients typically seem to be turian and Palladian supported guides and we're getting that information um, we're also aware of other collectives information we understand and respect that information too because we can see it for what the significance of uh supporting those collectives and that information is for so you know we can see it in all aspects and angles and respect it.
0: I think the book is awesome. So I think it's a wonderful idea. You can download it as a PDF guys and just print it out on your own. It's totally free and it will be linked down in the show notes and make sure you go check out our YouTube. Of course, very cool information. So what do you say? Are you ready to get into it?
1: Yeah. So, um, while we can respect each other's um, life contracts, we have to respect that first of all, our planet that we live on also has a soul and she has a life con so she wanted to naturally evolve here from her third dimensional body into the fifth dimensional body and when if you've ever heard of Dolores Cannon's books about it it was and so this was published in 2011. And as we have discovered in sessions around 2008 2009 is when she gaia uh the soul of the planet whatever you need to label her as she actually realized as long as as well as her collectives actually realized she cannot expand into a fifth dimension on the density of the third it was way too toxic and you just cannot and she it's like she got burnt out energetically and we've done some interesting things to her bodies, it's too toxic. I mean, for example, I was asking in a session, um, what about all of the nuclear waste and stuff that's leaking into the Pacific Ocean from Japan? Like, can't you guys do something about it? And they were like, uh, we, why would we? And I was like, oh, because you, like, help us and protect us. Thank you. And um, they were like, well, there's no point. We know what's happening to the planet. So it was like, excuse me, what's happening to the planet? And then they sort of would say all this sort of stuff, which was, yeah, they've been breadcrumbing me for a long time, but, you know, when you want to be in denial, you don't want to focus on the stuff. And so my clients were asking me these really big questions, and I had to just be professional and be brave and ask all this stuff. Sorry, you can hear my children jumping around with joy upstairs. So we would, like. <laughs> That's Get okay.
0: We're a pet and, so, and children friendly show. You're okay. It's okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like they're going to come through the ceiling. Um, and so this book is really valid for the clients and information when she was doing it. And so then, around, as I said, 2008, 2009, it was starting to look less and less possible that the shift would be happening in 2012. And so, move forward, uh, she was getting information about the shift being off planet, but it was never published. And so anyway, she comes in quite a lot in sessions because uh, I do lots of, uh, sessions with other practitioners. And so, um, you know, and also other people who have had other lifetimes with the Laura Canon. So, you know, she would jump in and, and be really helpful and give us profound information. And so she's actually, uh, featured in the book as well. And so, um. She says that this is this is the updated version of her three waves of volunteers in the new earth because it is the, yeah. you know, what actually is going on um, and why. And, you know, while we can be frustrated with Gaia or feel like we're victims of Gaia and her life contracts and all that stuff, um, the reality is uh, we have to be respectful because she has given us so much and so does it sound like it's the end of our world (sighs) um as we know it yes good news is she is reincarnating because we believe in reincarnation right and we know that there is these natural cycles so she gets to have a new planet that is built for her in the fifth dimension and those who can raise their vibrations enough to be able to travel and shift with her who have life contracts with her will go with and so You know there's lots of options where people can go and there is um you know all life contracted it's all designed to support those people for all the necessary experiences and life lessons that they need so it's um it's big it's very big
0: it is very big so whenever dolores cannon talks about this split usually it's referred to as a, a split to where like one earth will be over here uh, and then and still in the 3D and then the other one would be in the 50 and it basically physically splits, but it's also an energetic thing because everything's yeah. energy. But um, yeah. so but what you're saying uh, with this information is that the old earth is just done like it fries out there is no nothing left of the earth in the 3D so we have to move to the 5D
1: so yeah that's eventually this so when you see um like let's talk about like death as we know it so once the soul leaves and the body starts to come quite quickly and so um so when she in her soul does shift and leave then the body um is going to start sort of doing some really interesting things we're already seeing a lot of interesting things physically happening with earthquakes and volcanoes and floods and a lot of things that you may want to label as global warming or that sort of thing so um the reason so first of all the the big information that was kind of coming through was about the ship to new earth and it just sounded so good to be true i kept asking are you sure this isn't heaven because that sounds really good have we died you know like i asked all that sort of stuff so um you know when they said write a book about the old earth i was like <sighs> no it's too dense it's too dense, and I kind of judged. I was like, well, obviously, if they're going to the old earth, they're naughty, you know, whatever. And um, the reality is, they're not naughty. They're not at all. It's not a pun staying on the old earth. And some, many, I mean, quite a few people need to stay and experience the old earth for very significant reasons. Remembering that time is not linear, it is something quite different. And so everything has already sort of happened. We're just experiencing it in the now moment. And so, they already know how future things are going to evolve. And they've kind of rewind back and realized that if this needs to be improved and much more lessons need to be experienced, we're not going to have so much craziness in our futures. So those people who are experiencing the new, uh, the old earth and the, um, all those lessons will really profoundly be big 3D stuff. Um, a lot of serving collectives need to be here. Um, because certain collectives don't have the DNA that is even possible for them to raise their frequency and vibrations up to a fifth dimensional level. And so they know this. They know that some of their, their, um, that their DNA just cannot evolve. They will evolve, but it's not this time. And humanity will evolve, but those other souls. We have original people, original souls experiencing their first lives here on Earth. And so they want to master the complete version of this planet and all the history of this planet. And that's why a lot of people have come here to be able to support them so they can finally evolve and master everything. And so those who are on the old Earth have to have profound experiences, which is super significant. I really didn't understand the true significance of them being uh, so dense and staying in the old Earth. Um, the lessons, the significances and the purposes of it are, are crucial, are crucial for our uh, future experiences.
0: So what happens to the people that stay behind on the old Earth?
1: Okay. So well they experience what they perceive as to be a lot of exit points. A lot of exit points a lot of earth shifting a lot of different things a lot of collapsing of everything that they sort of know and so then they have to actually really uh suffer from those experiences remembering that 3d lives in this planet is all about the range of emotions and experiencing everything and overcoming everything and remembering the purpose of why they're here so they get to experience all of that and um, master it. Of course, there are some big important light beings who are here to support them and help them through it. So um, uh, there's a lot. It's, it's It feels really doom and gloomy when you're sort of thinking about it. So it is all life contracts. If If certain people should go to if certain people don't have life contracts to stay on the old earth, but their vibration isn't high enough, they can go to other 3D simulated planets um, or go and, and have more healing time to be able to then go to the new earth.
0: Is this something that we're gonna be conscious of? Is this something that happens like in the middle of day, broad daylight, very dramatic, or is it gonna be something to where you go to bed one night on the old earth and you wake up in the new one or you wake up in the old one? And that's kind of how the shift or the split will happen.
1: So depending on certain people, uh, a lot of my clients are not aware of the traveling to the new earth. And so they will just find themselves on the field with their family. And so they won't understand what's happened. They won't be aware of the the, sh- the traveling of the shift. Um, and so it depends on how uh- what the client is able to be ready for and so that's what they will experience um remembering our teams don't want to traumatize us life here on earth is already quite traumatizing for many and so the shift is not supposed to be this crazy traumatizing experience we're not supposed to be experiencing pain or any of that sort of stuff you know we will not consciously be aware of what happens to us as we go
0: okay so what do you think, though, about um, people who get to ascend or go up? Like, how does that transition work for people that are very ready? Are there people that know, okay, cool, I'm going to the, to the new earth, I'm, I'm doing that, and I know why I'm here, I know I'm going to the new earth, and we're good to go. Are there people that say, and also to that, so you're not in your head for the audio-only audience, uh, and also to that, is there people that know that they're staying on the old earth for some purpose?
1: Yes, the old Earth um, purpose, some people do know about that. And some people do know, obviously, about the shift to new Earth. Some people know they're going home to their home planets because this is, you know, just part of what they do is these missions and to help other planets um, in time of need when they need to have love the most and to profoundly upgrade themselves. So, you know, this is not a unique thing that is happening to this planet. It is unique that... um, it was going to be unique that we would be expanding um, the way that we were uh, going to be. But, you know, now we have to be evacuated from this planet and be able to shift that way. Um, and of course, when. Sorry, there's so much I'm losing my um, my focus. So It's a
0: lot. You're doing great. It's a lot.
1: Um I every time that the client gets told that they are going to the old earth or staying on the new earth, I always ask why, what's the significance of it? And the subconscious will always explain it. And, you know, it's, it's, um it's always so huge and big we just can't sustain life here any longer and so uh once the big shifts happen and everyone's taken off the planet after the oldest experiences happened uh, then the body will be uh, dealt with accordingly because it's just so toxic and they can't have this toxicity um just sitting here on the universe uh, there is tempts of many collectives that think that they can come in and be able to live and um, continue on as they want to on this planet but it cannot be done there's too much dna already on this planet that cannot be taken off this planet and so there's a lot of a lot of information about why and the significance of everything that needs to happen um I know it just sounds really silly to say it's purposeful it's significant um but yeah listening to the sessions you'll really get it and i know that this is really triggering for a lot of people because as i said before we love our 3d lives we're really attached to our 3d lives and the sound of this being a huge change forward is, is quite profound and not everyone is comfortable with hearing change
0: And they're not, but I think a lot of people have been talking about this particular thing a lot lately. So if anyone's familiar with Dolores Cannon's work, that's old hat. I mean, and then with all the people talking about this awakening and all that, the shift is what we're talking about. But Dolores Cannon just kind of put a a visual to it. And that's what you're extrapolating on as well, because there's like a visual aid associated with it. Uh, And so this shift or whatever, it's the awakening, all of that stuff, it's all synonymous. It's all the same damn thing. But what's interesting about your perspective on it, particularly, is that that split comes at the evaporation of us instead of the death of us. Will you go into that, please?
1: So, from the perspective of people who are still in the 3D, it will look like we have died or disappeared, because there are so much natural disasters that suddenly occur and really get quite extreme. If you are aware of Dolores Cannon, you will know of her old Earth maps, which look quite different. And that's in the um, that's in this one here, Nostradamus, when she uh, connected in with with that chap who is still very hilarious. Um, and we've um, connected him with him a few times. Um, the only thing is when you're channeling him, because he uses quite a lot of poppy juice, you also feel like you've had a little bit of poppy juice. <laughs> 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 it's interesting because I've never taken poppy juice. So it's, um, it's an assumption that that is how one would feel. But um, yeah, he's very... Uh, anyway, so um, she's already covered that old earth maps. And um, I've asked her a few times if the earth, old earth looks quite different. And, um, you know, from from her uh, information and and for what we're hearing now, and she's always said it's very similar. And so, um, which is also very uncomfortable to know that. Um, And so, you're asking about bodies. OK, so why are we all feeling ascension symptoms? Why do we feel like there is something weird going on with our bodies that is not normally the same? And so a lot of us um, still have our crystalline bodies. They take around about ten years to kind of evolve. So they're within us or you may have a it's within your body anyway. And so there is a lot of changing within our physical Bodies um, as we are getting ready and closer to the shift, and so um, you know we are in carbon-based bodies right now that we can see and feel. And uh, when we evolve, thinking about the, the caterpillar to the butterfly, um, we you know we leave we leave the shell. Of the carbon-based body, and we merge into um, and you know embrace our carbon, sorry, our crystalline-based body, which can be held at a fifth-dimensional at a fifth-dimensional level. Um, and so, the difference between three-dimensional level planets and a fifth-dimensional level planet is incredibly different incredibly different and when you look back and you're reading dolores cannon's information about you know can't the 3d people see the 5d people and vice versa you can't you're invisible it's like flickering the screen it becomes such a fast flicker it becomes invisible because you just cannot see it it is just like how we talk about ghosts and spirits and we know all around us we can't see them it's not because they're not there it's because you know we just physically can't see them with our 3d eyes You know, these are limited babe. These are limited. That's why we want to go to our mind's eye. That's where the shit is. Like, That's where the cool stuff is in your mind's eye, if you can trust it and accept it and not be too afraid to actually go there because it is quite big. So, um, so unfortunately, yes, it's going to be very hard for those people who are left on the old earth because they will see There's a lot of exit points around them. They will feel, you know, they'll feel all the emotions of grief. They will also feel all the emotions of being so lucky to be here. And there is a whole lot of emotions that they have to go through remembering that triggers are a beautiful experience to be able to overcome them, even though we don't like most of the triggers that we have to experience. They have got profound lessons and it's super important and so once we can overcome certain emotions remembering we only hold the emotions it's only us that make us feel that's the only real thing we're in control of is our own feelings so do we choose to be in fear or do we choose to be enlightened and feel happy um you know whatever the range of emotions that we can feel we choose and so uh the old earth they will be enheightened. heightened they'll be very dense as well because a lot of the big uh the, the lot of the big light workers who are holding profound light right now have gone so they will notice they will have to focus on finding their inner connections they will be praying for the first time they've ever prayed and we ask how is it going to be for them And the subconsciouses are like, they're going to be praying. They're going to actually stop and be, stop being distracted. They're actually going to go within themselves for the first fucking time of their lives. They're actually going to be asking for us for help. They're going to be using their free will. And, um, you know, that is what they've been for. But we ignore them. We think that they're, you know, not, they're invisible. So how could they possibly help us? But because they go in and ask for help and guidance for the very first time, um, you know, they rush in with joy, like, oh, I'll give you this uh, wisdom and and all that sort of stuff. So it is purposeful.
0: I, I, up top, All due respect, um, I've heard this before. Uh, This is mirrored in the christian ideology of the rapture this is basically just like people ascending to go to heaven or a better place Uh, they're going to appear to have either died or just transmuted up somewhere but then um, other people are left behind and then they're left here on the old earth to battle their own inner demons some you know christianity likes to make you know they've got the razzmatazz so there's a bunch of demons and stuff running around which would make it a little more entertaining but that's what this sounds like and so let me ask you this Does the ascension process into 5D, is it religiously specific or what are the guidelines to get through the velvet rope into 5D, into new earth?
1: Life contracts, vibrations. We actually hear this, and I know this is going to upset a lot of people, but we actually hear that a lot of people who do follow religions will be staying on the old earth because they haven't connected them with themselves. Their belief systems of how they should live life is by someone else who's got a really weird doctrination and a really disempowerment. They've never truly been allowed to connect in with the self because I've had to follow other stuff. So it is about learning to stop following influences, stop that peer pressure, and actually do your inner work and connect in with yourself. So that will raise your vibration rather than being afraid of going to hell or something else and judging others for, you know, what may be um, not in the belief systems and not taught at Sunday school or or whatever. So I have asked, is there a hell? I've asked if there is a heaven and they sort of say, it's your perspective it is your attitude for how you live at the moment. You can have heaven here if you've got a really healthy, positive, you know, seize the day, uh, choose to hold on to emotions that give you joy um, versus victim uh, lack and all that sort of stuff, which I guess would be quite hellish to live here with that uh, that, that, that feeling that life's just trying to get you. Um, so... Where you don't die so ghost realm is definitely different from ascending um and so we're conscious we go with our crystalline bodies we travel to the new earth or we go home or we do whatever and so it's not it's exiting it's leaving the chapter of our 3d lives yes it is we never forget those lives we never forget the connections and all that sort of stuff but when we're moving into the new earth um you know it's It's a profound evolution step because normally when you leave 3D, you've got to go to source for healing, you know, or somewhere else and then be reincarnated and start again in a new life with a new contract.
0: It's interesting. It's very, very interesting. So it sounds like there are some, there are some things that we're aware of um, that we can do to participate in this. Um, but there sounds like some things that we are unaware of on a conscious level that have nothing to do with this. That no matter what we do to participate in this, counter your soul contract at this point is what we're talking about uh, keeps you rooted in the 3D, which is interesting. I, I just want to bring something up, just again for the sake of the for the sake of the question, uh, because what it sounds like is. <clears throat> Every religion ever. It's just the a different one. It's it's what what it sounds like is, and in, even in your own words, darling, it was that you people have got to stop being influenced by others and raise their vibration. Well, th- I will I will say that. What do you say about the the Christian single mom who identifies with um, the? Judeo Christian philosophies. Uh, she is um, a community helper. She helps everyone. She does food drives. She raises three kids by herself, you know, and doesn't necessarily resonate with the ideas presented, but she has a high vibration, if that's what we're talking about, and believes in a higher power and all, you know, or all these things and believes in herself and has that feeling. But she was influenced by a religion. Therefore, she's not necessarily going to be influenced by this idea and so the other part to this would be if you if people aren't influenced by the idea then do they just get swept behind meaning that it's every other religion right because christians believe everybody else is dying and they're done and they're the only ones that are going to go and every religion believes in this so with this what separates this idea out from any other perspective of the rapture or an assumption or end of the world scenario
1: okay so there's no exclusions it's all inclusions to be able to take everyone you don't have to hear this information you don't have to believe this information for it to still occur and so if she is high vibrational and has that life contract she's going she's definitely going she's going to be like kind of confused as she is traveling there and she arrives there but that is part of you know sort of people explaining to her why and as they are able to see and view what happens to the planet you know they
0: accept it. So it sounds it's like just mouth. the main requirement is just don't be a cunt. I think that's the main thing, right?
1: <laughs> it sounds easy, my friend, but you <laughs> know so many people choose other options. <laughs> well, think
0: about it. By not being a cunt, your vibration's high, right? And so therefore your vibration's high because you're not a cunt, right? It's very cyclical. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apologies right. for anybody out there that doesn't like that word. I think it's apt in this position. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: Love it. Um, yes. It is true, and you know, a lot of people are afraid to hear this information because it is scary. But then, so so we do know influencers who keep getting information about this from their teams, but they're so scared to say it because it just sounds too crazy. And it sounds, you know, religion-y or whatever, whatever. They want to put labels on it, so they block it. They don't think that their their followers are ready to hear this, you know, so they um, avoid it. And their teams... And not shy and their teams keep pushing them and pushing them and pushing them. But when you've grown with an audience and you've, you know, when you were younger <laughs> um, said, Oh no, the shift on new earth, it's definitely here. I'm already in the new earth. I'm the now moment and it's fifth dimensional and my body is glistening and I love life. You know, that is cool. But often they can't go back and say, well, actually now I've grown and I actually have got new information. So they don't want to kind of grow and they're holding a lot of people back doesn't matter doesn't matter it's still you know a positive information it's all a stepping stone people will grow from it and raise their vibrations it's not fear-based Or is it because then we have a lot of sales pitches and fear based nonsense about things that are coming to get us. And we've got to, you know, fast and do all this other nonsense and blah, 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 blah to get there. That is nonsense. But, you know, some people say if you pay me a lot of money, you can get to New Earth, you know, and it's just Bullshit. It's all within you. This is why I don't want to take any money from the book. And this is why I don't put, you know, YouTube monetary things on this. This is information that everybody should get. Hate it, love it, be whatever with it. I don't care, but your teams will know. And a lot of people who listen to this uh, these sessions suddenly realize that the frequency and the coding within the sessions is something unique because the answers and the information is not ego-based. And that is a big difference. Channeling, channeling from some people sounds like them just talking with ego and trying to manipulate people into their own agenda and sell shit.
0: (laughs) That is for sure. That is rampant.
1: Yeah, yeah. High dimensional beings don't sell shit. Okay, they desperately want people to hear the information and to be okay with the information, and and res, uh, not the higher dimensional beings are not forcing you to resonate or do anything. You've got free will, but you must at least be able to to be able to be open enough. For what if, because so many people are listening to every single influencer out there in the spirituality world, and it's still confused what's going on. A lot of people who I have been aware of, because lots of clients come running to me asking, I want my subconscious to tell me about so-and-so because, you know, I used to resonate with the work and now I don't or whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's kind of, it saves me from having to listen to many people because, you know, I hear it through the subconscious, which I prefer. I prefer all my information from subconsciouses because it's without ego. It's always from the higher perspective. And I like that information. Otherwise it's just too. It's too 3D. Anyway, so a lot of the people who are confident-ish to talk about the shift-ish, off-planet-ish, are not confident about the timelines and confident with how close it is. So, yeah, it's in five years or I've heard like 2036 because that's easy. I can say all this stuff easy if it's going to be in two decades time and we've got stuff to do and have fun with and play with. The reality is we don't have that much time. You know, and they keep saying it's soon, it's soon, it's soon. And we know that, you know, soon is a very, you know, there's a lot of, it's not much details in soon, but, you know, from their perspective, time is just an illusion and it's man-made. So how, you know, how much do they really know? But the reality is we all supposed to take our roles here seriously, keep our vibrations high and be part of the solution, keeping our vibes high, whatever you believe, you have to believe anything that makes you feel comfortable, fantastic. Be doing that, believe that, and be in your best joy. Um, Don't fake it. They will know. And so, you know, uh, whatever you can feel comfortable with, love that. I love that. They love that. You want to be as high vibrational as possible. Um, This is what is really important, and it's always been really important, Um, keeping low vibration is then taking more energy from the collectives and it's bringing you down. And, you know, there's there's no good valuable reason to still be in holding those lower range of emotions.
0: This is what I love about it all of it uh so much is because this is why it resonates with me is it's all inclusive it's come as you are yeah, yeah we've all had shit happen to us in our past we've all got that uh but we're bigger than that and you're welcome here anytime and you're gonna come with us, no matter what you believe let's go come on all you gotta do is be happy again don't be a cunt that's all pretty much the requirement you know um i like this model i love it uh even if the world is ending i'd rather you know and i think we talked about this i'd rather spare a painful death but i'm not as scared of what happens after we die right so uh Talk to us about that. What is the timeline? So what do you think? Because let's just, again, be very, very honest here. A lot of people have claimed the end of the world is going to come on whenever time. Uh, It hasn't yet. Or it hasn't consciously yet. Maybe that did happen and we all quantum... Uh, Quantum immortality time jumped into something else and maybe that happens all the time. So they could have been right. We just didn't know they were right. This is again why I'm asking. uh, What's the timeline and are we going to know about it this time or are we just going to wake up in a new timeline?
1: Yes, yes. Great question. Uh, So they did tell us a a firm date all of last year. They told us the firm date and every detail about it. And it was very scary, (laughs) very scary to count down the dates. It was very scary, but very motivational to release all our uh, inner work um, as fast as possible (laughs) and really embrace the life that we had. And that date was uh, sabotaged from us and humanity was definitely not ready to be able to do what it needed to do. Uh, Gaia was also comfortable to be able to hold on a little bit longer while humanity sorted it shit out. And so what did look, this year look like? More lockdowns. Lockdowns, why do we have lockdowns for a metaphysical purpose? sending us to our rooms to deal with our fucking shit that we're still ignoring okay so we're focusing we're on the naughty spot now we have to actually deal with our crap and we can't be distracted by our co-workers or traveling or any of that sort of stuff we've got homework to do and it is um you know they're forcing us to focus on it so um, you know, we have a timeline, um, you know, we had to, uh, we've had, uh, opportunities for shifting earlier this year, which is still humanity was not quite ready for. And there's been a lot of hijacking of throwing out more fear just to keep us in low vibrations. Isn't it fantastic? Thank you. Influencers who have sold all of humanity fear again. And it's not even just the dark forces, dark forces who have been doing this, uh, light workers. Hello. <laughs> be part of the solution and not the problem thank you so much asking for a friend and myself so I'm not triggered by that at all I'm just really disappointed that people haven't sorted out their own inner work enough to be truly stepping up to their purpose and mission of why they're here it's really easy to be a kind humanitarian not ego based and thinking about your own pockets or something else so anyway moving as like.
0: I love uh, this uh, perspective, though, um, because I've kind of been thinking that, you know, the dark and the light, the evil, the whatever, all of it's the same damn thing. Maybe we were just lazy, and maybe Gaia couldn't hold on anymore, and there's a kind of a time sensitive element to all of this, and maybe the darkness just said, okay, fine, we're rolling out this thing, we're locking you down, we're doing all this crazy satanic stuff to you, um, you know, if you kind of go go down that route of it, but either way, what it did do was force people to go inward. It's so interesting that you said that, because- Maybe that's the greatest attempt that they could to save as many people as they could by letting them go home, deal with their shit. A lot more people are talking about a lot of other crazy stuff. And that, that does have a massive thing to do with this whole movement and this awakening. I think you've really nailed it with this. The stay home, stay safe bullshit was actually just so that people stayed home to work on themselves so they could stay safe by going to the new earth.
1: Yeah, absolutely it was. Yeah. So the um it was to stop all routine. So everything that has sort of been stopped in our ordinary old, you know, before the lockdown stages, you know, that was really distracting us. So now we've had lots of things change, lots of things changed, and it's all purposeful. You know, our status in society with our, you know, socializing and with our careers and our traveling suddenly. All of that was really downplayed and, and kind of blocked. And so we actually had to get real. Ugh, yuck. Um, you know, and so we had to sort our shit out that way. Um, and while we did that, while we were being influenced energetically while we were traveling and while we were in our, our office jobs, um, our energy fields could be more pure to ourselves. So it really purged us and, and removed us from that. I mean, Everything is super purposeful. So people are having to notice that you know maybe incomes are changed. We are such addicted to materialism. You know, that's really kind of embarrassing. That is the truth. But um, you know, that is part of us attaching onto 3D. And you know, there is money systems uh here that have sort of been quite uh, corrupted and all sorts what? of experiences which we all know about on the fifth dimension on the new earth because I remember my clients kept asking what you know what about my money I'm really worried money 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 and every single time the subconscious with like super confidence would be like they don't need money (laughs) and I'm like well you know it's expensive living here like you know tell us why and they're like well you know they're going to fight you know they're going to shift soon they won't need money and I'm like what does that mean subconscious?" they're gonna die no No. they're not gonna die i'm like well then why why won't they need money and then they're kind of like there's no money on the fifth dimension there's no money on the new earth where they're going and it's kind of yeah anyway i'm just trying to relive for entertainment sakes um you know how i was starting to hear this information of what is going on or what the 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 resets will look like and um there's so much I can say I feel like I need to like hold you down and like verbalize everything that I've experienced because every little thing that I heard along the way was like holy shit what does that mean what does it mean and um yeah it's pretty full on but I love the fact that you seem to know a lot more and you've heard a lot more of others' perspectives of it because seriously when I was starting to hear this stuff I thought either maybe, maybe I was crazy or all of my clients were crazy because it was like I'm not hearing this
0: on the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you've got to question everything. And I'm not opposed to all of it being correct. I'm not opposed to all of the ways and religion and all of these things being what resonates to those people based on where they live, their culture, all of that stuff. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the multiple ascended masters and things like that. Totally open to it. And maybe like this is what we're talking about here is the rapture story in the Bible, but it's just different. It was a foretold prof- prophecy uh, that is coming true, but it's not coming true in the way that that they understood it back then, but it's pretty damn close. You're going to avoid cataclysm by going to a place your particular disposition as a soul or a spirit on this place needed these guidelines to kind of operate within, and that's why you have such a religious structure within your religious ideologies. Maybe... Maybe that explains that it's kind of a, I mean, they're kind of, some of them, I'm not going to generalize at all, but some of them can be a very small percentage can be pretty shitty to you and be like, well, you're going to hail. And it's like, no, I mean, it's just a, like a kid Trying to explain something, you know, it's a lower. It feels like a little bit more of an immature type of a way to go about enlightenment or to go about the afterlife, you know, because you need to be told and scared into believing to be not a piece of shit. And that's not necessarily the whole end game of it. But it seems like all of this stuff is connected. I mean, everything in the damn UFO phenomena that I think is connected. Why wouldn't this be too? And this is again something I've been saying. I'm cool with all of it. Like I think all of it would be correct as long as you're not hurting anybody else. Believe whatever the fuck you want right live your life so um what do you think though uh the next step looks like i mean i'm i'm talking timeline here like what are you thinking i mean we're doing we're recording this what is today the 11th 10th october 10th 2021 is when we're recording this so i'll do a quick turnaround on this one because uh, it's important but so let us know what do you think
1: so, um, you know, we were told in January, this is bonus days. You know, you got bonus days, you know, really help humanity out, really empower each other, empower yourselves and really push in. Love everyone. Love people who are afraid of the virus. Love people who are afraid of the vaccine. Love everyone. Stop it with your judging and seeing different comparisons. Love everyone as if they're extensions of self. You know, and this has been a huge thing throughout the whole, all of the sessions and all the conversations always have this how to find love basis, you know? So, you know, we know that, you know, we have always been on bonus days. Um, and so, you know, we were always told that our vibrations would be raising and we would see a lot more disasters and stuff happening. And as we've got closer to this shift, um, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing lots of things happen. So in a recent channeling, they did say to us, um, why is it that everyone knows the myth or the story about um, in the caves, in the mining caves, in the darkness, um, if you see a canary in your in the cage and the canary dies, what do you do?
0: You turn around and leave. There's gas in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's time to go. Evacuate that darkness. Evacuate that cave. Evacuate that workload that you're doing. Um, it is time to go.
0: You know, somebody had an awesome video that I posted on uh, Instagram about this. And I forget the gentleman's name, guys. Go check it out on Instagram. It's still there, Uh, linked wherever. So uh, go uh, check that out because this video had this dude explaining that this is different from a zombie apocalypse. And this is the thing, right? There is this huge swing of everyone feeling like, Nothing that they do in life matters, and it's not that it doesn't matter because it's not important to them or valuable for them, but that it's not going to matter here and very soon. Like that, as long as like plans they're making months and years from now won't come true because we're not going to be here. There has been a ton of people that I've talked to that have this feeling, and it's not a fluorided uh, pineal gland apathetic kind of giving up on life kind of thing. It's a giving up on things like that to experience the joys in life, the real rawness, what goes you know with that natural law and stuff like that, people, connections, experiences, things like that. People are realizing that trading your time for money is a bullshit model and not a way to live your life. So this dude was explaining this, That this particular apocalypse is at glacial speed. Um, And that uh, you know when a zombie runs into your office at work or something like that, you say, it's time to go. Let's get the fuck out of here. There's no more argument or kind of questioning on rather you should stay there and keep working at your job. It's over. You're done. Now you just go and you survive the best you can and deal with what you got. But it feels like this one is so glacial. And the point that this dude made, which was brilliant, he goes, do we go yet? Are we going now? Are we going now? And we all just sit there like fucking assholes and just keep going to our dumb jobs and keep doing this stupid shit. And it feels like, come on already, you know, let's do this. But a lot of people do feel that way. So tell us, uh, it's October 10th. What are we talking about here?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so, you know, we have been told, um, you know, one of my clients was like, you know, do I buy Christmas presents? And they kind of laughed and they were like, you know, there's no need for Christmas presents. And I was like, well, is it because her family aren't materialistic anymore? You know, and
0: it was like, oh. <laughs> Adorable. you
1: know, so, you know uh, they didn't want just love this Christmas. Um, so, you know, we get told it's very close, very close. Um, you know, we are, of course we, we are connected to the collectives and so we ask the collectives and we ask Gaia's consciousness how she is doing. Because we have been able to connect in with her through channelings and through um these sessions and you know anyone that says that they're connected to Gaia and she's healthy and in love and light, come and talk to me because you're full of shit. Mm. Because she has been in like pain. She has been in deep pain because this density and this this is very hard on her, very hard energetically on her. And she loves everyone and she wants everyone to evolve, and to grow. And these people who have not even cared about her or considered about her going at their very, you know, oh, it's divine timing. when I decide to do my inner work, I'm just going to be a cunt, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, you know, she's been in an extraordinary amount of pain and she's been incredibly patient. And so when you connect in with her, uh, you get that density and you are profoundly shocked what her messages are and so recently she just asked us all to release her because she said she's not even asking now for herself because she shouldn't really have to be asking for herself um she's asking for humanity because you we're even holding humanity back at this point by still holding on to her and expecting that she um, entertains us with our slow growth and our slow responsibilities of being accountable for our actions and actually being part of the solution, not the problem. And so there, lots of influencers love their lives, love their attention. So they don't want any change. Why would they share the truth? The truth about their change and how they not may not be special unicorns anymore that get massive followers who love and adore them. Yeah, they're not going to motivate. There's not motivation for change. And if they feel like they want to tell the truth, then they're afraid that they're going to lose the attention and then revenue for what they have been very comfortably doing
0: that's what's interesting too is that a lot of people are still kind of scrounging up money and like getting a lot of money and it's like well why you know why had not that alarm bell gone off in everybody's head and you know are they just two 3d and they're just going to hang out um what What I wanted to ask you too, though, is is what's interesting about this whole thing is that it is a literal end of the Earth. So it's not an end for us. It's what well, it is. But what I mean is is the Earth itself is what's going to be ending, but it's its soul transitioning up to a higher dimension now it's interesting because I haven't heard it put this way I've heard of the earth having a soul I've heard of the earth um, bringing on a soul that's called Satan and that's why we have evil here because it brought it here to share this place with it because it could heal uh, it's it's interesting now let me ask you this is it specific to this earth?
1: Yes. So, um, you know, I have asked if uh, there is like components like us, we have soul fragments in our bodies. So I was wondering, like, is there one soul or is there multiple, is it a little gang, a little group? Um, And so we haven't got the clarification of how many soul essences are within the planet. We've also asked, like, you know, what does she like to be called? You know, we love labels. What is she called? Um, You know, and she was very comfortable with being called Gaia because I have heard other people call her other names. Um, As long as you're sending her love and respecting her, you know, I don't think she really matters. It really might, it doesn't really care. She's not going to judge you for, for sort of saying Mother Earth or whatever. But, um, So the soul is leaving um, and a lot of it already has kind of pulled away from it. And so when she finally releases everything, um, that's when we're going to see a lot of stuff. Um, We've already seen a lot of stuff. I mean, you'd have to be ignorant to not notice these big changes that are happening. you know, all those people that are still holding on to the belief that 5D is just a mindset, bless you. You must have so much joy and be so high vibrational to believe that continually and not notice anything else that's going on with your body or your, you know, any of the planet. But that's okay because, you know, we're not judging you. It's very big to hear this information because when you hear this information, you really are pushed into triggering and releasing all the 3D that you're still holding on to potentially. Um, so yes she gets to go and she can't wait she's super excited this new planet is beautiful it's super luscious and gorgeous and then that's really it's really that's where it's really exciting because the fifth dimension is is like you know um You know, heaven but it's physical there is a physical element aspect to it while our bodies are different and while our life routines are different it is profound we are so much more high vibrational because we're in that fifth dimension so we're even that one step closer but it's like a gigantic leap of evolution to God source energy so we are loving we can communicate with each other we feel each other we're connected we're connected to the planet we're connected to you know every aspect of it in the most profoundest of ways we get to say mastering energy more we get to start creating more and um you know all that stuff that people are saying they do now you know it's much more profound now uh, so what people are sensing about their you know, psychic abilities and and a lot of other stuff that's happening right now this is their stepping stones and they're smaller they're getting ready for this and i just wanted to say so many of my clients have come and they're like i have lost the lack of life like I'm not depressed. Uh, I love my family. I, I love my career. I thought I'd always do this. But there's something that's like the taste has gone. My passion and drive. Is, and, like, yeah, so what you were saying, I definitely identify with because everyone feels that way. And then they start wondering, and then we all do this, oh, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? You know, we go into that fear and worry of, oh, I'm not living my love and light. And they can't figure out what what they're driving for what they're, dr- they're dreaming about stuff they know something big has happened and they just can't reach it or you remember it or you know every single time that clients go to the new earth and, and these sessions and feel their energy they're like that's it it's my ho-. like they get this real profound you know like when people because often people don't always go like new earth is an option but they go home and the tears like the tears that they feel when they go back home and they remember that frequency energy. And then it's like it's so it's emotional because you can't fake that stuff. You know, like genuine emotions is so for real serious and you know it's contagious and you can feel the energy. And when my clients they have always felt like they're lost and they don't belong here and they go home in their regression part of the session. I mean they all their eyes out because they suddenly remember where they're supposed to be and why and it's um oh it's always a choke up you know because it's it's heartbreaking because we all know what it has felt like to feel sometimes lost you know and for them to have that reconnection it is so profound you know so sorry it's just these sessions ha- uh you are spending quite a you know, quite a many hours with your clients, you get to know them and hear them and, and learn all about their lives and what they've struggled with and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, to find their, to find their profound answers that they've spent a whole lifetime seeking is just, I don't, those people who are still like on the fence, and am like, oh, this sounds like bullshit. I don't care. Like, I see the profound healing my clients leave different people. They are so lighted. Everything makes sense now, you know, and it's, it's just, it's mind blowing.
0: I, I adore you and your passion and your perspective and you're absolutely wonderful. I just got a couple more uh, fun questions for you and then we'll call it. Is that okay? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry
0: uh, for the emotions. No, no, no. I, I want you to be you and be authentic, and that that was very touching. So it's very it's very sweet, and we know that you really cared. And your passion again. Uh, I compliment you on it because it's all it's altruistic. So, thank you for for feeling that you could be that vulnerable with us. So, um, the the question I have is kind of a silly one. It's just fun fun stuff. So, uh, whenever the Earth uh, moves on, which I want good things for Gaia, right? I want Gaia to kind of move on into a better planet that's like way better, and she gets a fat ass, you know, and she's like having a lot of fun and going out. I want that for Gaia, right? I want that. Um, and then with though. The Earth itself, and the, the again, the silly question was a secret space program, okay? So if we've got settlements on other planets in either this uh, solar system or another one or whatever, human beings, uh, is this a human being thing? Or it sounds, which is why I was asking if it's specific to the Earth or Gaia, that that's the only reason we are transmuting? Or is it all humans are doing this along with Gaia because we're from the Earth and it's just kind of a timing thing?
1: okay so great question i see if i can unpack it um so those souls who are original here this is their first physical lifetimes in a series of physical lifetimes you know they're native to the world right and so they instantly can have the option to go because that's their natural evolutional step because we want to graduate from you know you know the first dimension second go so they're taking this big step so there's a big chunk of humanity right that's what we should really be calling them as humanity then we've got all these next helpers that are trying to support them. So remember who we are, you know, we're multidimensional beings, and often we've had other lifetimes off planets. So, you know, they could look like palladians and a whole lot of a lot of uh cool, cool, cool higher dimensional beings. And so when we get to the new earth, there's going to be, you know, humans, and there's also going to be who we truly are. And so there will be different beings. It won't be a, a at the beginning, I think people just need this moment to kind of get over the shock that it's not just a mindset. <laughs> um, and <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry.
1: <laughs> I just lowered my vibration right there. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, no, because I'm laughing. So it gives me joy. Yeah, so you're back. You're my...
0: good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, there's going to be other things. So when we get to the new earth and we're like, oh, my gosh, Nana would have loved this you've just conjured and called in Nana and she's going to be seen as an orb and you're going to see her and realize that, you know, uh, there is no such thing as death and that there is consciousness everywhere and it can come in and and on new earth, we get to see them as orbs, you know? And so a whole lot of uh, clients who want to connect in with their family members who have just passed on and animals, I want to say, I mean, Dolores Cannon said that she's going to be on the new earth as an orb as well. Just call her on. She'll be there for you. um, You know, it is very 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 exciting and so um, you know we should be really excited about that don't focus on the one day of the shift for you and you know we'll all have um, there's many different days of the shift uh you know so it's not going to be one big shop uh, exit point for everyone there is going to be some stagnation there's going to be bigger moments on shifts um but ultimately there's going to be like three major shifts um and so Sorry I lost my That's okay. Blood. By
0: shifts do you mean like uh, so what the what a shifter ascension has to look like from a 3D perspective is that you die, right? Your physical body dies. So basically you're talking about maybe a cataclysm of some kind, maybe a war, maybe nuclear bombs dropped everywhere so where people are dying and therefore they're ascending.
1: We're leaving our carbon-based bodies. Um, yes, so so for some people they will see our carbon-based bodies. For some people, uh, their bodies will disappear from events. It will not be a war. We've not been able to use weapon we've not been able to use nuclear war heads for a very long time. Our high-dimensional beings have taken that toy away from humanity because it was doing some naughty things. So whoever is trying to pretend that they've got nuclear war reference, bless you for being uh, pants on fire. Liar.
0: I I love this. I'm grateful you said this. Um, Owen Benjamin talks about this as well, that nuclear um, weapons are a myth. They're they're a psyop. They don't exist. That is so cool. I love this. I'm grateful that you said that. That's wonderful. But it would entail then that there would be a mass, because the way to ascend, again, I'm... I'm, Attempting to understand a little bit better It's not just like that you that I'll be driving down the road one day and then I zoop and zoom up and just I'm done. What it means is, is I'll be driving down the road one day. A semi jumps the median and takes me out. And so therefore I ascend. So I die and my soul goes to a different or do we just get yeeted up just from walking around like in a like a rapture kind of a thing.
1: Um, A lot of people it will look like uh, natural disasters have taken them and so you know we're going to see floods, volcanoes and earthquakes and um, you know uh, storms, lots of natural things because remember (laughs) we uh, we have to support those old earth experiences so they can't really see oh those people have just been taken to a better planet. You know like we they can't know this you know like they would doubt it and this is why even practitioners and a lot of other people who need to be on the old earth they cannot tolerate or even be aware of this because the, intuitively they would have like fear of missing out and be really pissed off and be into victim mode uh, so they can they just put this information so for those who are on the old Earth, it will look like massive deaths, and so you know, are you thinking about something that has been recently in the news a little bit? Uh, maybe like some inoculations, or maybe a virus that could be impacting humanity. That lots of people who are very dense in their belief systems and very fear would would guess and assume that's what happened to them.
0: And so, not many of the people that ascend and want to do the high vibe stuff are taking that option.
1: um, Well, some of them have to be and they've been coerced to do it. So we've asked that quite a bit in sessions and we've been told if it's your exit point for that, it will be your exit point for it. They are protecting people from it. You are protected. A whole lot of people are afraid that they're not protected and that their teams don't know what the hell is happening to them where are your belief systems when you suddenly go into fear thinking that you're a sold, soldier by yourself and you know you have to jump into worry and doubt and being uh, victimized by all the stuff the high dimensional beings know everything that is happening and why so a lot of people lose their faith and trust instantly as soon as it has to apply to them
0: right right right, right. uh okay one more silly question and then i'm going to cut you loose for this one but i would love to invite you back on for sure So, um, okay, so let's say that um, we know that time isn't linear, that all things exist at once. We're just perceiving these individual slices of things as they occur. Do you subscribe to that idea? Yes. Okay, so therefore, the old Earth would exist up until the point that it soul dies and ascends to the 5D. So at some point in time, there would be... A 3d world here the earth that we know now just maybe before all this bullshit that exists from the time it was created until the time the ascension or the split happens and its soul shags ass to something better with the fat ass so what about the um, idea of time traveling or interdimensional travel Back in time on the new earth as like a vacation spot or on the old earth rather as a vacation spot like entities may do this like do you think that that's why we're getting a lot of UFO activity at this time is because of the ramp up like the final season finale of earth is happening and it's all going down for real. So what do you think.
1: I love that you've asked me this question because I've asked many times in sessions so the reason why we're having a lot of a lot of a higher dimensional beings support us with their physical ships is because how do you think most of us get to new earth when we do not when we cannot shift into it when we can't we don't when we can't evolve into our market bodies or um we are still needing to raise our vibrations a little bit you know we will get support and assistance hello has anyone heard about med beds they're not on this earth my friends okay so let's get real with the the stuff that we've all been told is bullshit that's coming here on this planet this is hints and clues of what's going to happen okay so um when the bigger shifts happen and those people get taken off planet they're either going to source new earth or home planets you know then you're going to have this period because the main shift the main shift where the majority of people will leave is when Gaia's full soul is released okay and so then when she leaves you think this planet's dense now Hmm, no she's going to be dense when she's gone there's no soul in this you know that's when it really gets real when a lot of my clients go in and experience the old earth they feel like the stone they think they are embodying a boulder because it's so heavy their chests get heavy it's quite different anyway so when she leaves we have this window of opportunity it was around two years where the, the old earth people could have their experiences and do all that stuff for profound, significant reasons. And so then after they got to graduate and experience that life for two years, then they would shift off and then there'd be nothing on this planet, and then it would be dealt with in the most appropriate way. And so now because we've eaten into this bonus round time this year, the old-earth experiences are going to be much more shorter. We can't just keep having this here. Our loving families from high dimensional beings are done. They are so patient and they're done with this nonsense, but they're still having to be respectful to our life contracts. They signed up for supporting us and being our guides, just as much as we chose them to be our guides to support them with their life contracts that we are here of service or having other lifetimes to master this planet so there's a lot so when you when we call the old earth officially is when Gaia's full soul uh and exits and then we've heard that's around nine months ish but who knows because things can speed up very fast but um Lots of people say, no one's going to be left behind. Mm, That's true. No one's going to be left behind. Everyone will get to have their most appropriate experiences to be able to fulfill their life contracts. And, um, you know, no one's going to be here at the end. A lot of beings witness the end because they're afraid that other collectives are going to come and try and collect DNA. So, you know. We are 3D minds worrying about the small details of what we think is really going on here. But our teams know so much more than us. And so they have got this down pat. They know exactly what they're doing. We can fully trust them to know exactly what needs to be done, when, and why. And so we have been told that when the Canary Island goes, um, that is when we need to really be set on high alert to be able to be prepared and so you can't take anything with you i'm sorry to say your fashion and your books and your significant things will not be going with you they are 3d and so trust as much as that feels horrible to have to leave things behind we're too materialistic it doesn't go with your soul
0: well and just like you the uh your um, book mastering the old earth will be left on uh you know coffee tables and stuff everywhere after folks print it out for free linked in the show notes guys go check that thing out joe thomas i can't thank you enough we are definitely gonna have to do this again my dear
1: thank you for having me i really appreciate it sorry for all the triggers i love you you are so protected you're never alone
0: oh very sweet thank you you guys say that you're never alone all right well thank you so much we appreciate it Big shout out and a thank you. Thank you to Joe Thomas for coming on the show. Uh, fascinating young lady, guys. I, her book, of course, her free book, Mastering the Old Earth, will be linked in the show notes. Also, make sure to check out her YouTube channel, uh, Conversation with Heaven on Earth. Some really, really cool stuff uh, going on with her. So uh, take that information how you will. I don't. None of it's meant to scare you, right? We're just talking about the idea. And uh, if anything else to gain from this, you're just gonna kind of evaporate, which is gonna be cool. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Whatever's going on, guys, you know, go out into this world, love each other, um, be, you know, great to everybody that you see. Um, You know, pick up a piece of litter, uh, get out of the left hand lane. Um, you know all of those things are why I say them uh, is because that's what it does it, it helps the vibration of everything most of all for you, though It's kind of a selfish thing to to be that considerate of others and in small ways, but they make massive differences I mean like I have a theory that if, if everybody did just those things right just didn't let her and picked up litter, uh, was nice to everybody around and, and wasn't a piece of shit or whatever uh, got out of the left-hand lane and just kind of respected that law of the road uh, and then just was good to one another, this whole place would be fucking completely different. And I think all of us could agree on that. So that's why I say that message. So let's pass that around, right? Uh, so uh, in the show notes, guys, though, go check it out uh, for expandingrealitypodcast.com. That's where links to all socials, Rockfin for premium content, Tee Public for t-shirts. Uh, all the socials are linked up there if you want to go check out anything else that we got going on, any nonsense that I spit out into the universe out there on other platforms. But um, anyway, uh, like I said, guys, go out into this beautiful place, whatever the fuck this is. Uh, don't let this information scare you. I would encourage that not to be the case. I gotten into deep conversations with her off air about this and it's we're good we're all good so there's just this nice piece uh, that should come with information like this no matter what you believe so uh, let's just though focus on today don't throw your hands to the wind and just give it all up still pick up that piece of litter because that raises your vibration and ensures your 5d keep that in mind Uh, other than that guys go out into this beautiful place and uh, y'all just be good to one another thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time